things that are heavy upon our heart tonight. I just pray. I pray for those that just got the diagnosis, Lord God, this week. I pray, Father God, that you would just bring peace and rest and healing, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. 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 Let's give God praise tonight. Let's give the worship team some love here. Amen. You may be seated. We're going to go back to uh, Luke, the first chapter. Luke, the first chapter. We hadn't been there in a little bit, but uh, we're going to go back there. And so as you're turning there, let me um, give you a couple of quick announcements as I things ready here. The youth are preparing for their missions, garage sale, gym sale, and so make sure to come out Saturday. We're going to dismiss prayer, but they're going to open up at 8 o'clock next door, and so come on out and uh, support our, our young people as they are gathering. Uh, many of you have brought items, and many of you have items to bring, and so uh, you can continue to bring those uh, tomorrow, and so we'll help support them in their missions effort. Um, also, there will be Bibles and Burgers on Saturday, and they're going to be out at Tawakini Boat Ramp, and that's going to be from 11 to 2. Uh, also, our men's ministry is going to be gathering from 4 to 9, and that's going to be over at Andy's house. And so if you need directions and all, uh, be sure to look out there in the foyer, and you can find all the information. Also, we have another ministry, uh, ministry idea to reach out to our community. It's called City Serve, and uh, there's going to be an interest meeting come Sunday, and so uh, it's going to be in room 103 right after service, and so we'll give you all the details on that then. So let's look here, uh, if you will. Let's go to Luke. I know Wednesdays have been a little crazy of late. <clears throat> Left you with in, in good hands, and uh, I know the Lord's been moving in the house, even in our absence, uh, but I want to go back to uh, Luke 1, Luke 1, and I finally landed on a title. I was kind of struggling on what I wanted to call it, but it's just basically marks of the move, okay? How the, the indicators that the Spirit of God is moving, either on individuals or corporately. And so we're looking at John here in John 1 and 13 through 17. Father, we thank you for your mercy and grace, and ask, Lord, that you would just right now, Lord God, just saturate our ears and our hearts with the anointing, and Lord, let us hear your voice, let us see the indicators, God, of a move of your spirit in our life, and God, we give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. So here are the announcements coming to Zechariah there in the temple as he is alone, and an angel steps in in verse 13. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. You will have joy in the hearts of the fathers to the children, the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Amen. Now, what we see in this passage is that it's not Elijah reincarnated, okay? Because we don't believe in that aspect of, of, of theology. But what we do see is the ministry styles are, 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 are similar. And that the same power that, was, that Elijah operated in is the same power that is there with John as his ministry is going to mimic somewhat that of Elijah. 
Why was the Lord so specific in, in his strategy when he, when he juxtaposed, or he not juxtaposed, but he compared those two ministries there, the power of those ministries, what was he trying to convey to you and I? We see in Elijah's day that there was a nation that had turned away from God. The covenant people had quit going after the Lord. Now God is going to not just draw a, a nation to himself. He's going to draw all nations unto himself. How did he do it? The same way he did it before. God is repetitious. If you want to, I even said, heard, read here just the other day, that you can take patterns in the word of God, patterns in the word of God, and those patterns can become prophecy. What God did before, he's doing again. So as he, the fire was being called down by Elijah, he prepared an altar, and on that altar he laid the sacrifice. He laid the sacrifice at the time of the evening sacrifice. At the very time that Jesus was going to be sacrificed, there was the very time that Elijah was there preparing his sacrifice, and he called fire down. And when he called fire down, it illuminated the sacrifice that was on the altar. So what is the ministry of Elijah? What is the ministry of the Holy Spirit? It is to illuminate the sacrifice on the altar. It is to illuminate the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So John is now here, and he is showing us that, look, in the same power that Elijah walked in is the same power he is walking in, and now he is illuminating the sacrifice that is on the altar, that will be on the altar, which is Jesus Christ. He said, I baptize you with water, but there's one coming after me. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And so when you and I get to the place and God begins to move in our lives individually, things begin to happen. We talked about last time we were together, when I was with you, we talked about being distinctively different. The word we find out when God begins to move, we become an enigma to our family. We become an enigma to the world. We become distinctively different. Why? Because there's something that has transformed us on the inside. There is someone who has taken up habitation inside of us, and now he is demonstrating himself on the outside. We're different. We're not who we were. I, I, I want to encourage you. I, I'm after transformation. I want to see God transform families cities and nations amen i want to believe i want to believe god for that someone confessed to me and i'm not a priest and so a a a, a collar wearing priest <laughs> and so we don't have to go to the confession room but they did confess they said i've been repenting a lot lately i said well, that's a good thing that's a good thing because when the spirit of the lord is resting upon a house we are quick to repent amen we are quick to say, God, I, I felt that touch. And you know, the closer you get to the Lord, the closer you get to the Lord, all he's got to do is just kind of look at you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You get a little, little, uh, little cross. And uh, um, when Mama would come in, Andrew would come into the sanctuary. She had a, the kids trained with a snap. <laughs> there could be a, a crowded room full of people, and kids would be, our kids would be sitting on the back row, and they'd hear that. And you, you just wasn't loud enough. 
she could clap and it would echo throughout eternity. My kids would sit straight up and they're like, oh, that's mom. Still, when, when mom walks in and she snaps and now it just runs a chill up their spine. Whew. So we're quick to repent. But I want to I zero in tonight on verse 16. It's our key verse tonight. Marks of the move of God. Marks of the move of God. You want a move of God. I want a move of God. God wants a move of God. <laughs> Amen. Nobody wants it more than him. When I discovered that the Lord wanted to save me more than I wanted to be saved, it changed me. And when I discovered he wanted to fill me with his spirit more than I wanted to be filled, it changed me. And how do I know this to be true? I just look at Calvary, and I know the sacrifice he made. So we have here in verse 16, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. The expanded revelation of the totality of Christ's sacrifice will produce this in us. The, when, when, our, when our heart, when God shows us different aspects about his sacrifice for us and for the generations and nations, it will automatically produce something inside of us. We will passionately pursue the Lord. We will, we will all of a sudden go from a sideline participant to an active involver in the things of God because what we know is that God, when, when we begin to understand the revelation of who he is, and what he has done, and what he has done for us, what he has done, what he is doing in us, and what he wants to do through us, now all of a sudden we become active participants. We become passionate in our pursuit of God. And so I want to talk to you tonight a little bit about being passionate pursuers of God. Because the, when the Spirit comes, uh, He takes us from the direction we are headed uh, and He turns us back to the Lord. He takes us, we may be going uh, one direction, but when the Spirit begins to move, all of a sudden priorities begin to change. All of a sudden a hunger begins to stir on the inside of you. All of a sudden you, we start wiping the dust off the, off the Bible and now we're, we're like, wait a minute, what does this thing have to say about me? What is God trying to communicate to the world and then we begin to we begin to move in a different direction and it comes from revelation from the Holy Spirit he turns us back to the Lord God is looking for those who are looking for him God is looking for those who are looking for him draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you for the eyes of the Lord in second Chronicles not to jump scriptures on you that reference there was James 4 8 2 Chronicles 6, 4, 6, 9, 16, 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth so that to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to them. See, the Lord's desire is he's looking for those who are looking for him so that he can show himself strong. So, very familiar passage of scripture. 
we're going to have some fun tonight. Is it? I don't know about you, but the Word of God for me is fun. It is fun. It, it's, I love the Word of God. I love to see Jesus in new aspects. I love to see things about him that, that maybe I've known all along, but I can look over here and wait a minute, and I can look here, and then all of a sudden it, it, it goes from Genesis to, uh, to Isaiah over to Psalms, uh, and then I find it in the gospel, and then I link it over to Revelation, uh, and I'm like, whoo, that was there all along, and I didn't see it. For me, that is fun. It's fun when you work, look at the Word of God. So do you want to have some fun tonight? Amen. If the reading of the Word of God hadn't become fun, you just stay at it. You just keep on going. Well, first off, you've got to get started, but once you get started, keep going, okay? Second Chronicles 7.14, those who are seeking after him, if my people, any God's people in the house tonight, if my people which are, who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their lands. Seek my face. If you are seeking those who are seeking the Lord. Now, I seek his hands sometimes because I want to be about the work of God. But it's more than that that he wants me to seek him for. I seek his feet because I want to know what path I'm on. I want to know, Lord, what, what direction, but, but there's, I'm going to seek him, beyond, seek him beyond that. I seek for his shoulders sometimes because the burdens are too, too big for me to carry. But the Lord said, I need you to seek my face. I need you to seek me. Not the work, not the path, not the burden carrying, me. I love God. And man, I like him too. I like him a whole lot. He's my very best friend. I can talk to him all the time. I can talk to him about things I can't talk to everybody about. I can talk to my wife about most everything, but there's just some things I just got to talk to the Lord about. Amen. And sometimes it's got to do about her. But anyway. <laughs> Lord, you know. Lord, you know. <laughs> I'm getting back over here. <laughs> now, having fun, right? All right, let's, let's have some more fun. Um, <clears throat> let me encourage you because Andy, he's, he's going to get it. He's so let, let me encourage you. Get your, get your phones out and download that free app called YouVersion. And every version you want to read in the Word of God, uh, or every version of the Word of God is right there on that app. And maybe you don't want to read. Maybe you just want to listen to it. You can just, there's different ones that have audio. Just get it out. Let it begin to play in your house. Let it begin to, be, begin to feel the air in the room. Amen? So, so whatever you got in your hand right here, we're going to go to Malachi 4.2. Talking about seeking the face of God. Seeking the face of God. Now, this scripture may not necessarily clarify that, but we're having fun, and I'm going to show you where we're going. Here, let's look at Malachi 4.2. But to you who fear my name, but to you who fear my name, the Son, S-U-N, of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings, and you shall go out and grow fat like a stalled fed calf. I like that part, don't you? <laughs> 
Not everywhere in the world thinks skinny is successful, okay? <laughs> There's some parts of the world where people come to the altar, and women especially, and say, Oh, pastor, would you pray for me that I could reach my full form? Which is not what they, it's not, it's not skinny bones. Okay, son of righteousness, son of righteousness. You ever thought about it in Revelations 1 and 7? Behold, he is coming with the clouds. And every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him, even so, amen. Just like the S-U-N is up in the sky and is visible to the whole earth, the S-O-N will be seen throughout the whole earth. But I want you to notice there that the the son, S-U-N of righteousness. We've talked about this before, but I want to expand upon this a little bit. As we are, are talking about seeking his face. Now, I'm just going to read this because I like to read it. And, but Revelations 1, are you with me? Revelations 1, verses 12 through 18. John saw Jesus' glorified state. And it says, then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst, of, can you, I want you to get, your, get, your, get the image here, folks, because you're going to see the same thing one day if you have Christ as your Lord. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, girded about the chest with a golden band. His head... And hair were white like wool, as white as snow. I want you to get this. And his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet like fine brass, as it was refined in a furnace. And his voice as of the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. And his countenance was like the sun, get this, shining in its strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, but he laid his right hand upon me and saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first, and I am the last. Now keep that in mind. We're having fun. Son of righteousness. Now what you saw there is his eyes are filled with the flame of fire. Mm. His countenance is like the sun shining in its strength. Matthew 17. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and led him up on a high mountain by themselves. He was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as snow. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, seek my face, Those that witnessed it said it was like I was looking into the face of the sun. Now, 
when he is revealed, we will be like him. We shall see him as he is, 1 John 3, 2. 2 Corinthians 4, 6, New Passion Translation. For God who said, let brilliant light shine out of darkness, is the one who has cascaded his light into us. The brilliant, dawning light of the glorious knowledge of God as we gaze into the face of Jesus Christ. Mm, Son of righteousness. Descriptive title of Jesus. Son of righteousness. When we see him and seek after him for who he is. Who is he? He is the righteousness of the Father. Who is he? He is the glorious, dawning, morning star. He is the one we should be seeking after. So as we look at this, what we see is just as important as the sun is on earth, just as important as the sun as it shines on earth, so is the righteousness as it shines on earth. And as his righteousness shines through us, See, without the sun, there is no, without the S-U-N, there is no life. Church, without the S-O-N, we have no life. With, without, the, without the life of Jesus Christ and his righteousness and his sacrifice, uh, without him coming to the earth as a human and living as a human, dying as a human, resurrecting as a human, uh, we would have no life or no reason of hope. But the grave couldn't hold him because there was no sin within him. And he got up on the third day and he resurrected. And now he is seated at the right hand of the Father. See, when the Spirit of God begins to come, he begins to turn people back to the Son. Begins to turn people back to the righteousness of God and away from sin to bring that person to the place that they are called to be and for them to understand who Christ has meant for them to be. And so just like the Son, there is no life without the Son. There is no life without Jesus Christ. The Son is the largest object in our solar system. In fact, it makes up 99.8% of the mass of the systems within our solar system. Jesus Christ, church, is meant to be the largest object in your solar system. And when the Spirit of the Lord begins to move, He becomes the biggest thing there is. There's no one or nothing bigger than Him. He's bigger than the problems. He's bigger than all the issues. He's bigger than the disease. He's bigger than the faults. He's bigger than the shame. He's bigger than the failures. And the wonderful thing that the Western church many times have, have lost sight of, and I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying we understand just like God said, the S-U-N of righteousness and the sun is the biggest object in the solar system and everything revolves around the sun. It's not the sun revolving around us. We're not in the center of the universe with the sun rotating around us. 
Come on. So there's a lot of folks living today, and they're like, yeah, I'm the thousand times stronger than that of Earth. In fact, the Earth's gravitational pull is 28 times stronger than that on Earth. The sun's gravitational pull is 2,800 times stronger than the gravitational pull on Earth. So if you don't want to lose weight, if you want to lose weight, don't go to the sun. Because a 100-pound person is going to weigh 2,800 pounds on the sun. I'm going to be pushing more around six <laughs> thousand pounds. But you know the <laughs> look at the po- look on the positive side of it though. We're so much more in Him than we are outside of Him. Amen. It, we're so much more in Him than outside. He's saying, "Come on, seek My face. Seek My face." It's going to be like it's going to be like the sun of righteousness <laughs> with with. And, and when you come into the righteousness of God and the understanding of righteousness, it's going, to bring, it's going to bring healing to you. And if we can get the inside man healed, we can get the outside world healed. Amen? I, I found that there's a lot of, there's, there's so many talented people in the body of Christ could do this so much better than, I got more talent in their little finger and I've gotten my whole body. There, there's people that, I was listening to my son the other day as he's describing youth ministry and what all he's doing. I'm like scratching my head. I thought, good night. He's so much better and smarter than I ever thought I could have been as, as a youth pastor. Where does he get this stuff? It's just God. He's just got talents and, and abilities and he's put those and positioned those in the hands of God and now God's using him in, in accomplishing things and meeting and reaching youth. So we can be so much more in God. But see, this is where many times in the body of Christ we find ourselves. This is Jesus. This is us. This is Jesus. This is us. Now, this is not part of the illustration, but I am thirsty. I just drank Jesus. No. <laughs> so, this is us. This is Jesus. So many times we're, we're like, yeah. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Yes, I've got the scripture. Yes, I'm going to heaven. Yes, I have, have punched my ticket. Yes, train conductor, here's my ticket. I am saved. Look, look at me. Look at me. I'll see you next Sunday, Easter Sunday. But anyway, I've, I've, I've got, this is, you know, and so we settle here. We, we settle with this version of Christianity. And we think, you know, this is enough. But it's really not enough. And we think, see, this is me. This is Jesus. And this is one way to live. And this is, you know, a good person. I have moral, I have morality and good citizen. And I obey the speeding laws most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if, if, you know, I, I mistakenly don't 
get all my, my, my stuff scanned at the self-check at Walmart. You know, I go back and I pay for it. I'm, you know, I'm not stealing things. And, and if you're not doing that, please go back and do that. Okay, just don't, <laughs> you know, you don't, don't go walk out because God's watching. You know what I'm saying? Woo, look at this. <laughs> Extra loaf of bread. <laughs> they won't miss it. <laughs> this is me. See, I'm half full. <laughs> this is me and this is Jesus. And this is one way to live. But here's another way to live. Now, wait a minute. Where's Mike? Where'd he go? He's still there. But I see someone else that's much bigger than him. I think that I just, I got to get in a certain light before I can actually see. Is that, I can hear him in there. Kind of seem, but you know what? The further I got to get up real close, and I get back a little ways, and what we see most is Jesus. Jesus. He that finds his life shall lose it, but he that loses his life shall find it. I thought, well, it loses his life, and so I looked that up first. He that finds his life shall lose it. I looked that word lose it up first. You know what that means? It means to kill. It means to annihilate. Lay it to rest. Destruction, death. I thought, ooh. And then I looked down and the lexicon reference. And the same <laughs> the same word that he uses. For find and lose on the front side, I got a drinking problem. <laughs> the same words he uses for find and lose on the front side of that passage is the same word he uses on the back side. See, that he that finds his life shall lose it, but he that loses, see, if I go finding my life and my identity, it's going to lead to my destruction. It will lead to my destruction because I am not made to self govern. I've got to have a governor living on the inside of me. See, when you come to the realization that, look, I can't do this on my own, you have won most of your battles now because now you're going to start leaning not upon your ability, you're going to start leaning on his ability. You're going to start trusting in him. And now you go from, uh, look, I, Lord, I, I know you're going to take care of me. But, Lord, I, I want your face. I want to know who you are. I want to know, Lord God, who you are. I want to know what you know. I want to feel what you feel. And I want to, I want to share life with you. And now all of a sudden I go from a, from a, from a destructive behavioral life now I've, I've forsaken me, children of God. And this is what the Spirit of the Lord does. He, he points us back. Seek his face. Seek his face. Seek his face. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. See, we leave that part out. Seek first the kingdom, the governance of God, not your righteousness, 
His righteousness. So when you lose yourself, now all of a sudden, whoo, this feels good. On a hot, scalded day, you're soaking in Jesus. Amen? When that, when that sun, that, when that light of affliction or, or whatever the heat of the desert you're in is causing you such pain, you, you're, you're just, it's okay because you're, you're, in, you're not in you, you're in Jesus. Jesus is not just in you, you're in Jesus. Amen? Two ways to live. It's up to us to decide. But see, I can be so much more in Him than I can be in myself. It won't be just what's in me. It'll now be what's all around me. Mm. See, but we got to get to the place, and I'm just, this is a recap because we went through this, but I think there's some in here that need to hear it. We got to erase man's definition of what righteousness is. And we got to go with what God calls righteousness. Righteousness, according to the Word of God, means that I am innocent, faultless, guiltless, approved by God, accepted, acceptable to God. Now, when you take righteous and you put N-E-S, that suffix means it's a state or a quality, a condition. And see, when I begin to understand that righteousness is a noun that causes a verb. It's, it's a noun. It's the condition that I'm in by the position that I am in. Where are we positioned? In Christ. Where is Christ? Seated at the right hand of the Father. And so, the the clearest definition that I can find of righteousness, according to the New Testament authors, is the state of him who is such as he ought to be, the condition acceptable to God, a state in which he, the state of him who is such as he ought to be, not because of what you have done, but because of what he has done in the sacrifice for your sins and for my sin. Now, where does the trouble come in? It's in our knowledge of knowing that we are righteous, but it's also in the knowledge of knowing whether or not we're going to choose to be in him or we're going to take care of business ourselves. We're going to make sure we get them told. See, it doesn't alleviate your choice. It doesn't stop you from responding a certain way. But when you begin to stop wrestling with being good enough to come before God, you will start seeking after his face. And now that's, that righteousness will begin to shine in your life and it will begin to cause healing to begin to surround you as you enter in to that covenant with the Lord. See, because we're not seeking after 
We're not seeking. A, yes, I will seek him for his hands. Yes, I will seek him for his feet. Yes, I will seek him for his, his shoulders. But ultimately, what I'm going to seek him for, I'm going to seek after his face. Because in his face, when I see him, oh my God, when we see him, church, we're going to be as he is. But I don't want to wait till he comes before I have that, 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 that understanding. I want to see him now. I want to see what he has already done. How do I do that? Oh, I get in the Word. I get in prayer. I go after God. I listen to him. I show up to church, and the voice of God will speak. Become the righteousness of God. In him. There is no condemnation in him. <laughs> Take me out. Yeah, let's condemnate. But in him, no. Where's the righteousness? It's in him. Where's the glorying? Glor gl how does glorying? Glorying? It's hard to say, isn't it? It's not just me. <laughs> See, I can't glory in myself. I glory in him because it's nothing I've done. It's what he's done for me and it's what he's doing in me. And now I'm in him. Oh, I tell you, if you get a hold of this, it'll, it'll, it'll cure a lot of your ills. It'll stop a lot of your, a lot of your ridiculous, repetitious, oh, God, i got to be good enough. Oh, God, did you please tell me you forgot about that thing I did last week. Let's don't even talk about it. Let's pretend it didn't happen. See, this is not a license of sin. This will free you from sin. Amen? This will liberate you from sin. Because any time that you feel the temptation, you won't go back that way. If you understand righteousness, you'll go back and say, Hey, wait just a, wait just a doggone minute. i got to get back in Jesus. Where's that picture at? I'm, on, I'm taking a plunge. I'm going back to Jesus. I'm going back to the righteousness of God. Because without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. See, he did not lower the bar when he came to the cross. He did not change the nature of sin. He changed the nature of the sinner. He still is not a God that says everything goes. He's a God that says, yes, I say everything goes. Are you getting it? Amen? He takes the everything that is destructive in our life and he says, that's got to go so that I can get in him. So you find yourself struggling on the job tomorrow. You find yourself struggling in that relationship. You find yourself struggling in that unsolvable problem. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. Just get back in Jesus. Amen? And see, that son of righteousness, that son of as he describes Jesus' righteousness as the son of brightness. And see, every Every person on earth that are still living, those, they're going to see him. The ones who pierced, they're, they're going to see him. 
they're going to see is righteousness. And that's where the wailing's going to come in. That's where the, oh God, that's the standard. He's the one. Oh, let these rocks follow me. Because I've never seen righteousness like that. When we see him, we will be like him. Let the brilliant light shine out of darkness. Is the one who has cascaded his light into us. The brilliant dawning of the light of the glorious knowledge of God as we gaze into his face of Jesus Christ. As we look into the S-O-N of righteousness, it's like looking into the face of the sun and we're like, oh my God, look at the power. It is righteousness. It is transformative because it's not just what I'm looking at. As I see him, I see me. And when you come to that revelation to see Jesus... You begin to see yourself. Because he came not as a sinner. He came as the Lord and Savior of all humanity. He is, we are, as we ought to be in him. Oh, this will liberate you from condemnation. Because it's not your self-effort that gets you to the place. It's just getting back in him. This is the church he's looking for. That church will find life. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. The Word was God. The same was the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him, not anything was made that was made. And in him was light, life, and that life was the light of men. Amen. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Father, thank you for your grace and goodness, for your merciful kindness. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we will lose our life and we may find it. Oh, God. You said if we would seek your face. Holy Spirit, we know. We know that we know that we know. That when you come in the power, as you demonstrated through Elijah, you demonstrated through John. You will always, Lord God, turn people back to the Son by turning them back, Lord God, to the completed work. I ask, Father God, for your strength upon those in this house tonight. I just feel like, just go ahead and stand if you will. We're going to We're going to take a missions offering in a minute, but before we do that, I just, just want to encourage you. Some of you are just whipping the snot out of yourself. 
You ever seen those little things where you take the ball and you drop it and it hits the ball over here? Y'all seen those? That's what the devil does to us sometimes. He walks by and he brings a little condemnation. He pulls it back and it's just like... We just keep doing it. We just banging our heads, banging our heads, banging our heads, banging our heads. And just submerge yourself in him and you won't have to tell anybody. It'll all already be automatic. He didn't say seek my hands. He didn't say seek my shoulders, seek my, my feet. He said, would you come? Would you seek my face? Would you seek me? And when you look at him, Renee, you're going to see his righteousness. And when you look at him long enough, thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Oh, my God, I ask, Lord. Lord, we're asking you as a unified body of believers, Lord God, we want to be submerged in you. We, Lord God, want to be so lost in you, Lord God. When people come in, all they can see is Jesus. All they can see, oh Lord, and feel, almighty God, is the love of Jesus coming upon them, Lord God, that liberates and frees them, Lord God, from sin. And they want to know, where are you getting this life source? Where is the source of the light emanating and illuminating through you? Father, it's in your face. Holy Spirit, you will always encourage us to be passionate, Lord God, in our pursuit of the face of God. Lord, I pray for liberation in this house tonight. That you, Lord, you will free those from a self-destructive behavior by, Lord God, liberating them from their own self. Are they losing their life in you that they may find it? In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Tonight we're going to be lifting up in prayer. We're going to lift up Bob and Christy Godwin. They have returned to Estonia. They came off a mission field in another area in Eurasia that they had served for many, many years. And they came back and they just felt their heart breaking as they were hearing of Estonia. Estonia is considered the least religious nation in the world. So they've had a very challenging time over there. Two wonderful people of God. And have just they're there now with a church planning team because it's the church that changes things. Lord, we pray for revival, Lord God. We're we're sowing seeds in Estonia, Lord, tonight. Seeds of prayer, Lord God. Lord, we commit, we have committed monthly, Lord God, to give to them, Lord God. But, but Father, we know as a nation we're going to have to have revival. Lord, we pray right now that you would bring an awakening to Estonia, Lord God, that they will rise up, God, and that they will, Lord, that the, they would feel the warmth of the Son of Righteousness, Lord God. Lord, beaming down upon them, Lord God. Let them... Look up, Father God, and find healing, Lord, as they come in under your covering. Lord, I pray, Father, tonight for the salvation of souls. For 
children and families, Lord God, that are lost and without you to come in to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. God, I love you and I thank you. Bless this house. Bless those that give. Bless those that pray. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Everybody said amen. Amen. Gentlemen are at the back to receive. God bless you tonight. Thank you for coming. We'll see you here on Sunday, 9.30 live class, 10.30 morning worship. Be sure to swing by the garage sale. There's lots of good stuff out there. They'll be open up at 8 o'clock on Saturday. God bless you.